0: Hello everybody and welcome back to a Path Less Traveled. I'm your host, Sean. I want to thank all my views viewers and my supporters, thank you very much. I keep on saying, viewers, I'm so used to YouTube. It's gonna take me some time to get over that. i like to thank all my supporters and listeners out here on my um on my podcast. Thank you very much. Podcasting is new to me, and um, I'm still working things out. So thank you all for uh, hanging in there with me. In this episode, we're going to talk about vehicles, automobiles, cars. So let's begin. Now, I've always been a Dodge, Ford, and Buick kind of person, and Lincoln kind of person. Never owned a Lincoln, but I've owned a Buick. I've owned a Buick. I've owned um, uh, a Jeep, an Oldsmobile, a uh, Jeep Cherokee '92, I think '91, 191 and uh, so forth. Um, all older vehicles. You know, it's kind of interesting that I own these vehicles that I grew up seeing as I was going to get growing, growing, growing. At last grew up, I've seen these vehicles around and I've actually owned those vehicles that I wish I had at the time or had an interest at the time. And one of those vehicles happened to be a Buick Century, never owned a Lincoln yet. Um, um, but um, but th- those are my type of vehicles, uh, American made vehicles. And, uh, but that all changed when I got into a Toyota. All changed. And, um, out of all those vehicles, Oldsmobile, Buick, um, the Jeep Cherokee, I was able to fix on those vehicles. I was able to fix the water pump. I was able to fix, uh, uh, a serpentine belt. I was able to fix the starter alternator. Alternator, starter, water pump, thermostat, and the fan and the pulley. I'm sorry, the serpentine belt. And I think with any car that you buy, you have to be able to get to these things because these are the things that are going to make that car go. You can't crank up the vehicle. Well, these are some of the things that will go wrong. And Instead of you going to the, the, the you know, to the, the shop, something like that, getting it fixed, and they charge an arm and leg, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you go to a shop, they're going to charge you an hourly hour, 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 hour labor, labor plus the part, and whatever else. I'm pretty sure it's easy to be charged, like, almost $200 to get a... Get a Starter putting your vehicle, okay same thing with our alternator you know and, and in certain, certain vehicles, these 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 things are placed in certain places and you know and and they're sometimes hard to get to, and you gotta move things out of the way you got the right tools to do it with now serpentine belt starter, alternator, thermostat, and radiator. And once again, serpentine belt. Now, serpentine belt, it's what controls the alternator, AC compressor, the AC unit, it's part of the AC unit, it also controls um, alternator, AC unit, and the water pump, I should also include water pump, you should be able to change your water pump, and all of these things should be, you know, if if your water pump's not working, that car's going to run hot, that car is going to run hot. If that fan's not turning on that car is going to run hot and then in and, 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 and in return if that car runs hot it's going to slowly ruin the engine. It's going to slowly burn the oil because the car's running hot and it's not supposed to run hot. And then you're going to have a problem. Simple thing you have a the thermostat that could be changed because the water is not, the thermostat's not opening, allowing the water to flow through the engine. It's going to cause a problem. Serpentine belt breaks. It can't control all those components, the water pump, the alternator. The car's going to stop working. Probably won't even crank up. I My 92, I think my 91, two, 92 Toyota. Once I, I didn't know that the serpentine uh, belt was gone. But it, but it it, 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 popped off on my Toyota Camry, and the car was still running, but things were starting to dim. The AC went, starting to go uh, warm, and I knew I had a problem. But once I, uh, once I had, um, I had um, turned that car off, it would not turn back over because the serpentine belt was gone, and that controls everything controls everything so you need to know how to change these things and I think that when you're buying a car you should know how to change these things I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not not I'm not gonna be here to I'm not gonna stay I'm not gonna you know tell you what type of vehicle you should drive what kind of vehicle you should buy because you know it's all a personal thing you know I mean whatever you like but I think in order to save yourself some money because you never know when you're going to go into hard times. And I think anybody that drives the car should know how to do certain things. And these are the things that you need to know how to do. And the shop's going to charge you a lot of money for them. So make sure the manufacturer of that vehicle makes it easy to get to. My 95 Buick Century. The uh, serpentine belt popped, I think. And I was able to get to the pulley. I had to squeeze my hand on on the side of the engine to get to the pulley. To pull the pulley back. Um, uh, My serpentine belt popped. And I was able to get to the pulley, to pull the pulley back, to put the the new serpentine belt on, and I was ready to go. Luckily, I was right by um, an auto parts store that had the... uh, at the Serpentine Belt and that Serpentine Belt cost around my $25 and what else uh, same thing happened to my uh, Toyota Cammy 90 92 I think 91 it, it, it broke and I was able to to uh, 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 repair it myself uh, what, el- what, what else uh, start working in my vehicle which was a big thing and caused the vehicle to stop working. Um, my compressor, which is part of the serpentine belt system, um, it stopped working. It didn't stop working, but the pulley on it was messing up. And I think the, I think that the, the, the part of the AC unit, part of that AC unit, part of the compressor was going bad anyway. So I replaced the whole thing and it was easy to do. I mean, you go to a shop, you better have money. 300 dollars $200, $500. You know, and not only that, when you go to shops, you know, you don't know what these people are doing to your vehicle, really. I mean, you know, they could be fixing one thing and destroying another so you can come back and be messed, and didn't, be, didn't be fucked up with them and wasting money when you could have done it yourself. All these things, need that I that I that I've called out. You should be able to change yourself, and should be easy to change yourself. Now you have spark plugs. You have spark plugs, spark. Spark plugs, and changing the spark plugs. And and don't, that's another thing too. You want to be able to be able to be able to get to those type of things too, because I'm telling you right now, a spark plug. Or, um, I'm trying to remember the uh, proper name for it. If one of your spark plug, spark plug spark plugs go bad, you will think that your engine is dying. I had it happen on a six straight six, um, Jeep Cherokee. It made me think my engine was fucking dying. And it wasn't. It was just a bad spark plug. And the, uh, and it, it was just, it was just, it seen as days. It's, I mean, it, I, I, I literally, the spark plug was literally used and abused. And it says, I'm ready to go. I'm done. See, I'm out. <laughs> And that spark plug, cord in spark plug was out. This day was finished. And it just made me think the whole entire and I, I changed that, it was running just like a top. You know. Just you know, know how to change these things folks because you know, it's a lot of money. And it's a lot of people going you know, and then you have people going in your vehicle and doing this and that. The next thing you know something else is wrong. So Just wanted to make this podcast about this, and uh, hope you enjoyed it. I'll be making some more podcasts about vehicles and what I know about vehicles, and um, and share it with you. Um, I also think that newer vehicles are easier to fix than older vehicles. I mean, I mean, uh, older vehicles are newer, better to fix, easier to fix than newer vehicles it just seems like the manufacturers of these vehicles are making it more easier for the mechanics at the shops to get to it but not for the owner or the shade tree mechanic to get to certain things you you know so with that I say good day and God bless do a good deed and throw it into the sea Cheers.